there. Welcome back to part two of my top 100 songs of 2019, the DJY100. You've already listened to part one, you know what's going on, or you've decided to cut through the treacle and get to the top 50, in which case, fair enough, I don't blame you. Let's get into it right now, kicking off at number 50 with Australia's prime musical export right now, the inimitable Tame Impala, with the song that kicked off the entire slow rush era, the bongo-driven and delightful psychedelic odyssey, Patience. Number 49, Skylar Aston, another track from the final Crazy Ex-Girlfriend soundtrack. This one titled I Hate Everything But You, a love song in the vein of John Cougar, Mellencamp, Bruce Springsteen, and even a little bit of Meatloaf to full comedic effect, but it's a genuinely great song in its own right as well. 48, Five Seconds of Summer, teaming up with Charlie Puth for the remix of Easier, the lead single from the fourth Five Seconds of Summer album, Calm, which is coming later this year. At 47, Copeland, who released an incredibly underrated and delightful album on Valentine's Day last year called Blushing, and the track Strange Flower, which really played up more of the dream pop and trip hop elements of the band's sound to full effect. 46, Slipknot, who had another massive year in their own right, making a huge return with the album We Are Not Your Kind, and kicking that off with a absolutely scorching track, the unexpectedly choir-assisted, but uh, fist-clenching and entirely triumphant track, Unsainted. At number 45 is Seeker, Lover, Keeper, with One Way or Another, which is sadly not a Blondie cover, but an absolutely fantastic piano pop song in its own right, led by the delightful Ms. Sarah Blasco. At number 44, Claro does a very unexpected Strokes tribute uh, with the track Sophia from her debut album Immunity, which ended up being one of the most delightful debuts and one of the overall best indie rock records of the entire year. Speaking of prodigious young girls, Girl in Red out of Norway came in at number 43 with the rollicking punk-tinged lesbian anthem, Bad Idea. 42, YouTube's own Danny Gonzalez, who turned in a incredibly funny comedy rap EP called Bump This and the Pick of the Litter, the ode to the faux rebellion of kids on TikTok bad boy. Number 41, the unexpected return of the Jonas Brothers, who put aside their previous differences and brought it home with a killer fifth album entitled Happiness Begins, and that all began with the hand-clap heavy, bass-driven, hook-infested sucker. Uh, Number 40, Citizen, the emo revival alt-rock crew, who turned up the disco flavor a little bit and really cranked the bass on one of the catchiest tracks that they have ever put out, Big Mouth. Number 39, undeniably the artist of 2019, Billie Eilish, who delivered a killer debut with When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? And of course, the titular lyric of the album can be found on the dark, menacing Berry a friend. Slater Kinney, who had a very tumultuous 2019, still managed to get in one of the year's catchiest 
grooviest, weirdest indie pop tracks with Hurry On Home. Number 37, another returning band after several years in the wilderness, Kane, who reunited to release Cause and Effect, their fifth studio album, and the throwback lead single, The Way I Feel, which felt just like going back to the first two Keen records in the best way possible. June Jones, at number 36, Melbourne singer-songwriter who released her solo debut album after leaving the band Two Steps on the Water in 2018, and the best cut from her debut album, Diana, was the mournful and stunning Look At You Go. At number 35, Polish Club, who had another big year of touring and podcasting and content creating and everything in between. And it all kicked off with the ferocious, big swinging pop rock tune, We Don't Care. Number 34, Rat Hammock out of Melbourne, who deliver big on Pixie's dynamic... Folk rock, freak folk, indie pop, indie rock, little bits of everything to create something that is indisputably theirs. Rat Hammock at number 34 with the track Ghost. At number 33, Billie Eilish once again. Duh, it's bad guy. At number 32, Fontaine's DC out of Ireland storming out of the gates with one of the most urgent and insistent openers of the year from what was, in my opinion, the best album of 2019, Fontaine's DC with the song Big. At number 31, Idols, who released one of two standalone singles as a bridger of the gap of sorts between their second and third studio albums, the third album presumably coming at some point this year. But for now, we had the churning bass, the insistent thwacking snare, and the belligerent vocal delivery that made Mercedes Marxist. At number 30, Silver Sun Pickups returned with a new studio album after four years in absentia, once again implementing uh, different elements of their sound, including acoustic guitar and a a very urgent string quartet that turned into uh, one of their career best singles, It Doesn't Matter Why. At number 29, Charlie Bliss bringing the tempo down, bringing the lights down, and creating a gorgeous bit of serenity with the title track to their second studio album, Young Enough. At number 28, Tove Lowe out of Sweden, who made a quiet return with a new studio album in 2019, but she didn't come alone. Uh, she teamed up here with the impossible princess herself, Kylie Minogue, for one of the most underrated pop songs of 2019, Really Don't Like You. At number 27, Egoism out of Sydney, among the best bands working in Australia right now. And if you are looking for proof, look no further than the resplendent, insistent, forthright, What Are We Doing? which busts out of the gate with one of the most bright and distinctive guitar parts of the year and just builds and builds and builds from there. At number 26, Bob Mould of Huskadoo and Sugar and a million other bands making his return with another slice of bristling, bustling garage indie rock with the track Sunny Love Song. At number 25 is Wax out of Brisbane 
who brought all the righteous fury and indignation with their ultimate middle finger, F.U. Pixie's coming back at number 24 with a surprise little sea shanty that uh, ended up being one of the year's catchiest tracks, the fun and fantastical catfish Kate. At number 23, All Day, once again, bringing it home with an absolutely killer track that implements elements of math rock guitar, trap beats, and one of the best choruses that All Day has ever put his name to. That is, of course, Protection. Number 22 is one of the year's most unexpected and triumphant collaborations. If you'd have told anyone at the start of 2019 that a collaboration between Post Malone, Ozzy Osbourne, and Travis Scott was going to be the ticket for 2019, I don't think anyone would have believed you. But here we are at number 22 with the track, Take What You Want. Number 21, Cry Club, who officially made the move to Melbourne in 2019 and made their presence felt teaming up with Gab Strom of Japanese Wallpaper and Kelso and a million other bits and bobs around the place to create, sadly not a Phil Collins cover, but a absolutely killer track in its own right, Two Hearts. At number 20, uh, the brotherly production duo Dubs scored themselves a surprise viral hit thanks to thanks to the guys from Churdley's turning, <laughs> turning this into... A very, very funny video in its own right. And of course, they were implemented for the actual music video for this song. Uh, Dubs teaming up with the singer Bridge for the incessant, mesmerizing, and bold single G-O-M-F. And number 19, Denise Lemenis, or Denise Lemenis, depending on who you ask. Uh, the solo project of erstwhile boat show frontwoman Ali Flintoff. This was the... Gorgeous cotton candy pop of lust. Number 18, American Football teaming up with Paramore frontwoman and soon-to-be solo artist Hayley Williams, who dropped a song together that may be one of the best songs either camp has ever put out. The incredibly poignant and stirring Uncomfortably Numb. And number 17, Lonely Speck taking their elements of cave reverb and flourishing auto-tune and huge electronic beats and combining that with a love of post-grunge and new metal to create the entirely unique and quintessential My Angel Goes Before Me. Number 16, Sweater Curse out of Brisbane with one of the year's most rewarding repeat listens, the absolutely gorgeous Hear You. At number 15... Out of Sydney, I know Leopard, who turned on the glam rock shuffle and brought along some killer analog synth and a ripping guitar solo for good measure with the big swinging pop business that is Heather. At number 14, another killer collaboration, this time between James Blake, the aforementioned Travis Scott, and production legend Metro Boomin, who teamed up for the dizzying cooing late night love affair that is mile high at number 13 100 gex once again with (laughs) the absolutely certifiably insane scar homage stupid horse 
there is not much you can say about this song. This is a song that literally needs to be heard in order to be believed. At number 12, the Goo Goo Dolls, who made a huge return with a brand new studio album. Their 13th overall, pushing their pop rock in possibly the sharpest and most accessible direction that it's taken for maybe a decade, maybe even more. One of the best tracks they put out in a long, long time, Money, Fame and Fortune. At number 11, a song that came out within the first few weeks of 2019 and had such incredible resonance and lasting power that it was without question that this was going to end up on so many people's end-of-year lists, especially my own, Sharon Van Etten at number 11 with the modern-day Heartland Rock Anthem 17. Let's get into the top 10 now and we kick off again with an absolutely wild, wild collaboration. Uh, This was the thing that kept Billie Eilish off the top of the charts for just a little bit longer. The unstoppable juggernaut that was Old Town Road saw itself transform once again with the remix featuring Billy Ray Cyrus, Young Thug, and Yodel Boy himself, Mason Ramsey. At number nine, a song that means the absolute world to not only the people that wrote it, but the people uh, that surround this band and this music. Uh, A really uh, personal and endearing and inherently relatable song that carries so much weight and power and beauty, Totty with the song Lucky. Speaking of powerful and resonant songs, you obviously can't go past the homecoming queen herself, Ms. Thelma Plum, who released a absolutely incredible debut album called Better in Black, and the title track from that album was one of the sure-fire, absolute standard-bearing Australian songs of the year. At number seven, Flowermouth out of Perth, continuing their string of absolutely killer indie rock and 90s rock throwback tracks with one of the catchiest and strongest and sharpest written songs of the year, Flowermouth with Zero. Number six takes little more than a drum loop, a chord loop, and some low-key double-tracked vocals, and turns a bedroom pop odyssey into its own private universe. This is, of course, Claro, with the lead single from her debut album, Immunity. We're talking about Bags. At number five, once again, the Goo Goo Dolls, who pulled out an absolute curveball for the lead single from their 13th studio album, the title track from said album, a song led by jaunty piano, huge production, and an unexpected 60s trip. Goo Goo Dolls with the track Miracle Pill. If you haven't heard this, you might not even recognize it as a Goo Goo Dolls song. It is that out of the ordinary for them, but I think that's why it works so well. It's such a creative turn for this band and has kept things really fresh within their camp at a time where a lot of their contemporaries have either disintegrated or are purely just cashing in on nostalgia. For the Goo Goo Dolls to do something like this is so unexpected, and I think that's why I was so, so drawn to it. 
Are there other 90s acts that are keeping the flame alive quite like the Goo Goo Dolls? Maybe we'll find out a bit later. Who's to say? At number four, the best Tame Impala song of the year, not released by Tame Impala. Of course, it's Post Malone with the absolutely delightful Circles, one that really crossed the spectrum of hip-hop fans, R&B fans, pop fans, rock fans. It really struck in a Venn diagram and really, really resonated with a whole different intersection of fans. And it is so, so awesome to see. Post Malone has really asserted themselves as one of the great working minds in pop music today. And Circles is living proof of that. Number three is the best Australian song of 2019 by the band that I think is going to define 2020 from an Australian standpoint and from beyond there. The whole world is in egoism's hands. I truly, truly believe that. And if you don't believe me, you need to listen to the song Enemies. We talk a lot about dream pop and dream rock and all that sort of stuff. This is a dream you don't want to wake up from. It is absolute bliss. Just the accentuation, the tone, the drum work, the way that the lead vocals intertwine with one another and just nail those harmonies in the chorus. It is absolutely stunning. Uh, This is a song you can keep coming back to over and over again and find new things to absolutely adore about it. Egoism at number three with the song Enemies. Number two is an act that has been widely shit on for their most recent material. And while it is understandable, and while you can see where they are coming from, there was just something about one of the key singles from their most recent studio album. Even with objectively one of the worst music videos that this band has ever made, somehow, someway... Blink-182 came through with one of the best songs of the year, not just within rock music or pop music, but across the board, the song Dark Side, a song where I feel they really nailed the brief of what Blink-182 2.0 is supposed to sound like, really implementing and differentiating the vocals between Matt Skiba and Mark Hoppus really finding a place for both of them and allowing Travis Barker to kind of roam free, maintaining a slicker pop production as well, but also knowing just to let loose the moments that are key to that are all across this entire track. And it ended up being one of the most addictive listens. No matter where I was in 2019, Dark Side was not far from my mind. And neither was my number one song. You could not have my number 10 song of 2019 without my number one song of 2019. It all began here. A queer kid trying to make his name in the world of music, being told that what he was doing was against the rules and violating it. And so he pulled the ultimate ace card with a early 90s, mid-50s has-been. And this unlikely duo went off and they took on the world. And they created the biggest hit single of all 
time. I am, of course, talking about Rammstein. No, of course, it is Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus with the remix of Old Town Road. It was never going to be anything else. I knew from the second that I heard this, from the second I heard Billy's verse, from the second I saw this joyful rebellion taking place, that this was going to be the song that defined 2019. This was going to be the number one song of the year. It's so good that I had to include it twice in different forms. I've never done that before in my entire life. And that is what Old Town Road has done to me. I think it's that fucking good. And if Lil Nas X plays his cards right, we are looking at a absolute pop sensation for years to come. Keep tabs on this kid. There is a world of potential there. So there you go, that is my top 100 songs of 2019. Thanks heaps for listening and checking this out. We will be back with a run of new episodes in the not-too-distant future, including a very cool collaboration slash crossover episode with one of my favorite podcasts. That's another story for another time. Thank you again for listening. Really, really appreciate it. I'm David James Young, and all my friends are in bar bands. (laughs) 